welcome members and supporters to another episode of the Rabbitohs Insider. This week we get to know young Lachlan Ilias, who will be making his NRL debut in the red and green when we take on the Dragons. But first, let's hear from Mark Ellison and John Sutton as they discuss the excellent performance of the GOAT, Mark Nichols, in our victory over the Roosters in this week's Playmakers, brought to you by Zoom Video Communications. Hello and welcome once again to the Playmakers, brought to us by Zoom Video Communications. We're going to talk today about a great win over the Roosters last week. And to join me and talk about it is John Sutton. How are you going, John? I'm good, Marcus. How are you? Yeah, very good, mate. Obviously, uh, great after win over the Roosters. Uh, how did you see the game yourself? Oh, look, it's always good to beat the Roosters, especially when you score 50 points. I think, um, you know, our attack really flowed on the weekend. I think, um, you know, our defence was there. But, um, yeah, our attack was really good. Um, it was good to see Nico score a couple of tries and... Um, just the boys all around shapes all across the field was, um, you know, amazing. And, you know, that's what we needed. And it was good to put a score on the Roosters. Yeah, and the, the Roosters have come out swinging um, in the press, obviously, over the last few days. And, um, you know, the, with the Latrell incident, obviously, it was bad luck for everyone involved. And I spoke to Latrell after the game, and his, his main focus was how concerned he was for Jay Manu. Um, and he didn't speak anything about he, what suspension he was going to get. He said, I just don't like hurting people like that. And that just sums it up. But that's not reported in the papers. Yeah, a lot of stuff does get reported in the papers, the good stuff. But, um, you know, Latrell's played a lot of footy with Joey. And um, you know, I'm definitely sure he didn't mean to do it. It was just an unlucky, unlucky you know, incident. Um, you know, Latrell plays the game hard and fast. And, um, you know, it just didn't come off right. Yeah, it's funny. I had a little bit of a, a sinister look at what's happening, and I, I've seen it over the years where coaches are struggling with performance, and that they tend to try and take the spotlight away from where it's been. Um, I had a look at our stats over the last two years. We scored about 160 points against the Roosters, so an average of 40 a game. Uh, I'm not sure it's a bit of a deflection there. And they talk about you know Latrell being sent to the sin bin, etc. They didn't score a point in that time, and we scored a try with 12 men. Yeah, it just shows that, you know, the boys are on. Um, you know, the Roosters didn't really throw much at us, and, um, you know, we did score a try with our 12 players. So, um, you know, we just got to keep worrying about us and don't worry about anyone else. You know, just focusing on what we can do. And um, obviously, you know, looking after Trell, you know, he's getting punished in the media, but we know what kind of bloke he is, and what he means to this team. Yeah, you, you're right there, son. Are we And Trell, Trell knows we're all behind him. You know, he's the first to admit it was something that went wrong. It was a, an accident. But, you know, he, he's the first to say he doesn't want to hurt anyone. And, you know, they're making all this thing out in the media about the punishment. But, well, Trell put his hand up straight away and just took the punishment. Said, all right, I've, bugged, I've stuffed up here. I'm taking the punishment. That's it. So... Yeah, there was no talk of wanting to go in and fight or anything like that. So that's a mark that he actually does feel remorse for what's happened. Yeah, definitely. I don't think, um, you know, Troll wanted to go fight anyone. He just wanted to check on a mate, you know, someone who's played a lot of footy with. And, and that's what kind of person he is, you know. He's a caring person. And, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't believe all the stuff they throw in the media. It's all more bullshit. No, no, mate. The good thing about it, I can feel the vibe within the team that you know we got we got places to go in front of us. What's behind us? Behind us now. We got a new start, a new team coming in this week. We got a lot of young players. Lockie Elias making his debut. Tau Moga making his debut for the club off the bench. Davy Mawali comes back in. Blake Taft's going to fullback. So it's going to be great for all our members and fans and supporters to see, uh, you know, some of our younger players are going to be with us for quite a while, making their mark this weekend. Yeah, definitely. It's um, a great opportunity for all the players, especially the young players that haven't played first grade. Um, you know, I'm really excited for Lockie. You know, he's um, he's trained really hard this season. Um, you know, he never whinges or anything like that. And he's got the game that I think, you know, can go a long way in the NRL. And um, I'm really excited for him. And, you know, can't wait to see him play this weekend. Yeah, another, another little side note on that. I know that Benji Marshall has been one of his idols as he's grown up playing rugby league. And I'm, I'm sure there's many players and kids out there that that's the same to them. But to be able to debut with him playing 5-8 with him, I think he'd be a calming influence him on the weekend. Oh, definitely. You know, Benji's done it all. And, um, you know, Lockie's just at the start of his career and I'm sure he's learned a lot from Benji, Benji this year. So... Um, you know, it's a it's a dynamic uh, halves pairing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see how it goes. But getting back to the weekend, what about the performance of the goat, Mark Nichols? How good? Oh, he's just doing goat things, you know. Um, he just puts himself in those positions and score the tries, and we just need Cookie to keep finding him. Um, I think, you know, this year Nico's been one of our best in the middle. Um, you know, start on the bench, and now he's made that. Um, starting position his own so um, you know I've really been really impressed by the way Nico's won this year yeah since he's come into the starting side we have improved our starts in games too the, the big thing I've noticed is just his improvement with his footwork he's he's got a dummy as he goes to the line he's got a good pass if he needs to but he's asking questions of the defense in the middle of the field particularly in good ball yeah, definitely. Um, you know, he has got that passing game, and and his his footwork is pretty good. He's got all the all the skills, but he's also you know um, tough, and he's been um, you know putting his body on the line. And the way he's running, it's um, it's damaging. I think he's de- deceptively strong too. You know, for his size, like he's not the biggest front runner in the game. He's tall and rangy, but um, you know, he's got a good feel for the game. And he understands what's around him, so his footwork and a spin here and there just puts him in the places he needs to be. And I think that comes back to experience. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, he's just keeps working on his game bit by bit. And um, he's got that lethal left left foot step. It gets, um, it's get players standing still and he can beat them either side. So, um, yeah, very impressed with Nico. And it's been, it's been a great reward for him this week. Um, Wayne's giving him the captaincy of the club. So, Anyone, as you know, mate, you were so proud of it when you were captain of this great club and he gets a chance to do it on the weekend and I know he's really excited about it. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, um, it's a great honour to, to captain this club and, um, you know, I'm sure Nico will do us proud and, um, yeah, lead the boys out there and he'll be, he'll be proud himself to do that. Yeah, well, he deserves two tries. Two tries. He deserves to be captain by scoring two tries. Hasn't one of his mates got a bet that they've got to live up to as a result of a, the double? 
Yeah, so apparently when he was playing reserve grade, um, he made a bet with his mate if um, he ever scored two tries in, in the NRL that his mate would get a tattoo of, I think, a little goat on um, <laughs> on him. So, no, that's, it's awesome to see that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, I'm <laughs> excited to see what these tatties. Yeah, he's... Um... Just the boys love Nico. Like you know, when when Wayne announced he was he was um, he got the players player last week, and when Wayne announced in the meeting the other day he's going to be captain, there were, there were almost standing ovations throughout the room, and uh, he loved it too. Nico, he's very proud of it. Yeah, it's going to be a, you know exciting for him, especially with the you know a young squad. They can look up to him because he's always leading up in the middle and. Um, you know, he's a champion bloke, so I'm uh, very happy for him. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to this week, Sutter. I mean, it's been a long time coming. The last game of the home and away series and then the championship rounds begin. But uh, just looking forward and everyone else out there, all the Rabbitoh brethren should be looking forward to how these young players, which some of our established players, perform this week. And one thing I do know, the bond is really tight. Yeah, it's always been tight, but obviously with um, everything going on, you know, the boys would have bunked it down and um, really had that um, good time, spent that time together. And, you know, I'm sure they'll be firing this week and obviously leading into the finals. Well, I'm looking forward to it, Sato. I'm, I'm sure you are. Hope you and the family are safe down there in Sydney, as with everyone else in New South Wales and anywhere that's uh, struggling with the COVID. Keep turning the TV on when the rabbits are on. Uh, you'll see a great brand of football and it'll make 80 minutes of your life a lot easier during the week. So I'll see you next week, Sato. See you, Mark. Have a good one. So from the weekend's game, we had Harme Sello, who was a really late withdrawal. He actually picked up a little bit of an injury in the warm-up, wasn't quite comfortable um, doing some of our warm-up drills and accelerating with his calf. Um, so we ruled him out of the game at the time, um, just to really be really precautionary um, and, and try and um, see how he recovered over the two days since that point in time. Um, he's been pretty sore, so we sent him off to get some scans. The MRI revealed um, a small muscle tear. So it's somewhere between a grade one and a grade two. Um, they don't really um, give you a specific grading anymore on these things. Somewhere between those two, which puts his time frame at around about three weeks. So he's responded really well to some early physio and treatment. Um, so he's, he's, up, he's up and going now um, with his rehab. Um, he's doing some stuff in the gym, calf raises, squats, all that kind of thing. So we're hopeful that it's gonna be around about that three week mark and we can have Harmay available at some stage for the final series. So this weekend's a really good opportunity. Wayne's decided to rest some players, so we can't move too much in the ladder. Um, so it's a really, really good opportunity for the guys that have been playing a lot of football this year. You know, we've got a lot of guys that played through origin period and played a lot of football, not missed their injury. So those guys will get a chance to have a rest. Um, we can be really specific with that training. So as much as it is about the rest on the weekend and not playing in that game, also, we can be really individual with some of their training during the week and, and give them a little bit of stuff that they might need going into that first final. So it's a good opportunity for that. Another really good opportunity for some of our players that have been away on camp with us for about seven weeks now. Um, and, and before that, being shut, shut down with the New South Wales Rugby League competition being shut down before that. Through COVID, we know they haven't played a lot of football this year. Those players will get an opportunity to play this weekend, which is a really good reward for the hard training they've been doing. And they've been building towards this moment over the last two or three weeks and they're, they're ready and they're match fit and they've done a lot of work. So, so we're hopeful that they can go out and put their best foot forward on the weekend.
Here's what you need to know about our Round 25 clash against the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Proudly brought to you by whatif.com, proud travel partner of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Did you know Rabbitohs fans have travelled to 183 cities and towns across 16 countries for holidays, work, and of course to see the team play using whatif.com forward slash Rabbitohs. Here are some quick facts to watch out for before we take on the Dragons. A number of starting players are being rested in the lead up to the finals, paving the way for some fresh faces and young Rabbitohs talent to make an appearance in the red and green. No one will be more excited than young development player Lachlan Ilias, who is set to make his NRL debut in the number seven jersey, partnering with veteran half Benji Marshall. Mark Nichols, otherwise known as the GOAT, has been having the season of his life. The journeyman has been going from strength to strength, having been promoted to the starting side for the first time in his NRL career, and proving to be one of the strongest forwards week in and week out. After pulling off his first ever double against the Roosters last week, it was only fitting to name Nico as captain when we take the field against the Dragons. The Rabbitohs have had a dominant run against the Dragons in recent times, having only lost one game since 2017. In our last outing against St George, our boys were able to put 50 points on the scoreboard. Will the Dragons be able to mount a response? We are making our return to the Sunshine Coast for our final game of the season in what is sure to be a great contest in front of our South East Queensland members and supporters. The last time our team took the field up on the sunny coast, we saw our boys produce a 66-22 performance over the Warriors. Will we see another big scoreline this week? Remember, members get 15% off select hotels through whatif.com forward slash rabbitos. Use promo code rabbitos15 to enjoy these exclusive benefits. Big Greek Adonis. He can play any position, play halfback. He's had a few stints at second row because of how big he is. He's just so fit, always talking, never shuts up when he's out in the field. He's just a really good bloke. Whenever you need him, he'll, he'll always be there. Uh, my name's Lachlan Elias. Um, I'm a halfback and I'm a development player this year for South Sydney Rabbitohs. I was in the development program from under 13s, um, all through Balmain Tigers, um, and then worked my way into the West Tigers under 20 squad, where I did a pre-season, but that didn't go too far because I, I hurt my leg. I played for the New South Wales Sevens, and there was a Australian Championships up in, up in Brisbane, um, and it was actually the last day we made the grand final, and I woke up that day with gastro, the coach sort of wanted me to play and I was like, yeah, I really wanted to play as well, I didn't want to let the boys down. And I was in my last minute, like he was going to take me off. And I made like a half break and offloaded the ball and someone tackled me and landed um, on my leg and I broke my fibula. Sort of came with a bit of drama after because when I did it, I got a bit of nerve damage in my fibula. So I lost a bit of um, strength in my ankle and my big toe. I still can't feel parts of my big toe and lift it up. Um, and from there I did all my rehab with Tigers in the under 20s um, and they had big plans for me they said and they thought I couldn't really fully recover from the injury and sort of I just faded away there um, and that's when the South came up to me before I finished year 12. The South boys are really good, there's a really good culture here, everyone gets, gets along well. They've been a massive impact on me. Um, 
sometimes I just watch them train uh, when I'm out there. I just try and see what Renault's doing, Cody, Benji. Everyone you bump into is gonna, you can have a good conversation with, um, you can learn something from them. Sometimes I just take a step back and realize that, you know, Wayne Bennett's coaching me or JD or Benny Hornby like are helping me specifically. Um, JD especially, he's very vocal in terms of wanting people to get better. Um, and same with Benny Hornby and Wayne's all about bringing the best person out of you to train every day. So those three combined um, pretty much makes you train at your best. Hopefully I can lock myself in here long term. No, South is where I want to be. Um, ever since I come here I knew this was the right club for me and my development. Um, and the people around me are unreal um, in helping me develop as a player and as a person. So I know that South don't hand out jerseys at all. Um, so playing, debuting for South and playing for South every game that the boys put the jersey on, uh, it's a privilege. Um, and I, I can see that privilege, especially Pete and Taff have recently debuted and I can see the emotion that comes with it um, and it just makes me want to, it makes me more hungry in wanting to debut. Um, so hopefully I get my opportunity soon but I know it's, it doesn't come easy to debut.